Hey everyone, welcome to She Prop Talk, the podcast featuring female, non-binary, and trans cosplayers. I am your host and fellow cosplayer, Beverly, from Down in Creative Studios. Today's guest is Jerichandra Cosplay, and we are talking all about latex costuming. It's an awesome episode, and you're going to really enjoy this. And I'm also including a new segment in these podcasts called Artist Featurette. And today's featurette is pros and cons cosplay. So stick around and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to She Prop Talk. I am Beverly and today I am chatting with Jerrica from Jerrica Kendra Cosplay. Um, welcome. Thank you <laughs> so much. You? Oh my gosh. Well, um, I am super excited to have you here because I've been meaning to get you on this um, podcast for a really long time, uh, not only because you are the latex queen, and I want to talk to you about that, uh, but I've, we've known each other for a long time, and um, we're like convention friends. We see each other at almost every single convention that I think I've ever gone to. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Yes. And for a while there, it seemed like every time Brett and I, my husband and I would walk into a convention, um, we would see you and your friend Abby um, standing there, like looking gorgeous and amazing and perfect. Um, so yeah, finally, we get to have some out of convention time to talk about work and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In fact, some of the some of the I think it's gotten better over the years, but there was some cons there where we wouldn't see each other all con and then like at the last <laughs> second or something run to each other right <laughs> <laughs> i know that is so funny i it's like nobody else i can say that about but yeah that <laughs> definitely has happened many times or we see each other at like the the, the after hours hours parties um yeah well hopefully we can uh run into each other again at a convention sometime you know maybe the next year i really year. hope so yes, uh, yeah please yeah. Oh my gosh. I really miss it a lot. I was really bummed that Emerald City didn't happen, um, but I understand. And and then it was rescheduled. We'll see what happens. Have they canceled it yet? Do you know? I don't. I, I'm wondering if they want to take it virtual or something, because I'm right. sure they don't want to lose all the money. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be... Well, um, anyway, enough about conventions. Um, let's talk about you, because you have been cosplaying for a while um and your your specialty is something that i don't know that a lot of cosplayers really delve as deeply into as you do so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your cosplay and um yeah we're i tell us all about everything that you do sure <laughs> yeah so um i'm in the seattle area and uh I've uh, yeah I make latex costumes so that's that's primarily what I make. Um, I've made I've done my share of spandex. Um, I have other I've done my share of non-stretch which I really don't like. After doing so much stretch <laughs> fabric, it's like actually it feels harder to do non-stretch. Um, but um, yeah, so that's my primary thing. Uh, although lately I've gotten into uh, ballet tutus. That's my new. I made a. I had a new project to make a classical ballet ten layer tutu, and oh now gosh. after making that, I've like ordered tons of fabric to make <laughs> a couple more. So. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, I saw um, I saw the photos from it, and the, they're just 
They're just beautiful. Um, I have a tiny, I mean, when I was a little kid, I was, I was in a ballet class and I, it was my dream to wear a tutu. And I think I got to wear one once and that was forever etched in my mind. So um, I can't imagine oh, yeah. making one and, and being able to make your own costumes like that because you are a ballerina as well. Well, yeah. I mean, tech, tech, the technical term ballerina is like principal dancer at a, oh. at a company. Oh, okay. But okay. I still like to, I mean, as a generic term, I still like to say that. Yes, I take, I take ballet classes. Take ballet classes. <laughs> well, um, well, it's awesome. Um, so are you, are you ever, are you incorporating latex into your, um, your ballet costumes with your tutu? Is this like launching you into a new costuming design uh, direction? I mean, so it's interesting, like when I first got into latex, I would make, uh, I would sew things first as like a starter. And so I feel like that's what I'm doing here. Um, when I first made a latex bra for my aerial, I made a regular bra just to kind of, cause I never made a bra. And so it's like, you need to kind of feel like you know how to do it. Yeah. Um, a couple of years back, I wanted to make a latex black swan. And I, I kind of have some ideas of how to do it, but I just, I wanted to make some tutus first to like get yeah. an idea of how it's yeah. done. Yeah. And then I have to like figure out how to like, how to do that in latex, which is going to be a little more complicated, but. That, that is amazing. I cannot wait for that. Oh my God. That's going to be. Someday. There's, there's a, there's a, a lady who makes latex and she has feathers and they, they are latex little triangles of latex that are like, glued into little uh glued kind of together in like a circle and so it looks like a little triangle feather thing and just oh. millions of these things on her outfits and I'm just like I can do that so oh my gosh <laughs> that is that is crazy well I I will look out for that I'm, I hope that you do do that because holy cow that it will be amazing um so so yeah you've been pretty you are the latex queen I don't know of anyone else that in the cosplay world that is so proficient at the at latex and you seem to knock out these costumes like like one after another which is you make it look really easy um and i think a lot of people might be a little intimidated by latex maybe because you know for a multitude of reasons but what um what initially drove you to to looking at latex as a costume material yeah sure um first off like definitely not like primary like latex cosplayer in the world or anything but definitely in our area probably one of the most well known um, mm -hmm. but I'm still I feel like an amateur honestly I've seen so many awesome uh, latex uh, in general let alone latex costumes out there in the in the country in the world um, but but yeah uh, well you're so my go-to okay <laughs> You're my expert. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm yeah. allowed to look up to you as 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 the queen of latex. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with this. <laughs> Good. But but yeah. Um. Uh. How I got into it. So originally I was. Uh, you know I got into cosplay through modeling. I met Abby C Cosplay, and she. After a year of buying and having her make me costumes, I was like, I want to make it myself. And so she taught me to sew, and. Uh, and so I started making my own costumes and kind of built on top of her shoulders there where I didn't have to make a lot of mistakes she made um, yeah. learning to sew and make costumes. Um, but yeah, at some point that that uh, I, I met a why in the road where it's like she was doing this and I'm like, I, I like the look of these latex costumes that are out there. I've seen several Supergirls out there. I actually, mm -hmm. um, early on in my cosplaying, I commissioned someone else to make me a latex Supergirl. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then also a latex I, I made a black widow suit as well as all the props and then I was like I can make this I could wear this in latex it looks so much better yeah and shinier <laughs> and sexier, you know uh-huh. and so I, I had someone commission me or I commissioned someone else to make me a black um black widow latex cat suit as well uh, so that was all before mm-hmm. I started getting into it and then at some point um one of my friends was like, you know, why don't you like make this stuff? You know, you, you, yeah. you, you seem into it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's a good thought, but I don't know anything about it. And so I had to start kind of figuring it out, getting my feelers out and like figuring it out. The latex community itself is kind of uh, secretive. Yeah. And that's changed over the years. But, mm-hmm. but in, in a lot of ways, there's still a lot of secrets on how to use, how to make latex. So. Well, that's, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, I think a lot of different industries are are relaxing their secretive nature when it comes to at least learning the basics and um, being able to have the tools and find the tools that you need to to successfully, you know, use those materials. Um, I wouldn't even know where to look for for um, starting out with latex. Uh, what what kinds of resources would you recommend someone that is just starting? Yeah, sure. Um... There, I don't know if it's still there, but there was a site called Making Latex Clothing, and that was kind of a starter for me, and they had some tutorials on there, just some very basic tutorials, like how to make a skirt, or how to make this, and and even how to make ruffles, and things like that, because that's a lot different in latex than it is in fabric. Um, Yeah, so that's, in general, just Googling, there's a lot of stuff out there now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and then there's... You have a go tutorial. Ahead. Sorry, I'm 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 uh, I'm going to encourage people to go to your all your social medias because you just um, did a live stream of yeah. you making making a dress. So um, I usually save all of this like, hey, go check out the website uh, at towards the end. But I really want people to go right now and check this out because you're you basically do like a this is this is how you do it um, live stream on there's a Facebook link. And is it yes. on YouTube as well? Where can people find this? That one's not. That one's only on Facebook. I don't okay. think Facebook gave me the video for that so I could upload it to YouTube. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Um, <laughs> well, that was really interesting. And so I am wondering if um, if maybe we could start with some basic I can ask you some basic questions about latex because I really I don't know anything about latex other than if you're allergic to latex, don't use latex. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the same kind of latex, right? That sounds like a silly question, but it's the same kind of a latex, right? Like if you are, yes. if you have a latex sensitivity, stay away from this stuff. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay. Um, so where do you where do you even start with? with uh let's say you want to make a a costume that you have made um like a bodysuit or something what would be a simpler a a simple place to start for starting with making latex um costume sure um i would say a skirt okay it's pretty easy because you can make a very basic skirt with two seams and it's just like you know front and back yeah so okay but you know but where do you start it really goes to patterning and mm-hmm. uh there are actually places that provide patterns give you know give them measurements uh mj trends they sell latex sheeting as well as a latex beginner starter kit which with everything oh. you need oh that's uh, awesome 
Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's something kind of cool. Um, but once you know the starter kit, you can actually buy everything on Amazon instead if you wanted yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so patterning has been the, the hard part because yeah. once you make a latex piece, it becomes much harder to modify mm-hmm. um, because you it's just the way it goes together is not like spandex and you can't just seam rip it. Because okay. you're kind of gluing it together. You're, you're adhering the two pieces. Yes, together. exactly. Um, so is that the biggest difference between using like a fabric or a stretch fabric, kind of a fiber versus latex um, is sounds like really considering construction and being being aware of that so do you do a mock-up beforehand just to make sure that everything is fitting correctly because you're still dealing with some stretch with latex obviously yes yeah Um, definitely yeah um Um, what would you say would be the, the the biggest differences and the things to think about when you are when you're first, yeah. you're, you're first going into latex, coming from a, a fiber background. <laughs> sure. I think, first off, it's helpful if you're already good at patterning. Mm-hmm. You're already ahead of the crew. In fact, mm-hmm. my most difficult thing is that I don't have a background in making things. You know, I just mm-hmm. learned in 2013 um, how to sew. And so patterning and making custom patterns is, like, really hard. And so I've changed mine. Um, every time I made a new suit, I see what's wrong with it and I try to change the pattern and then make my next suit. I'll make yeah. something better. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So in general, like pre-patterning, sometimes I'll make a mock-up in like a heavier spandex. Like I've used Spandura in the, in the past. Okay. Um, which is like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when you're patterning, you also have to make sure it's a, it's a smaller seam allowance and the layers don't, you know, with sewing, you have the right side to right side that go mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But with latex, it's right side to wrong side because they they kind of overlap instead, oh, okay. and so it's much less of a seam allowance there. Okay. Um, and then cutting, you know, you're using a, a rotary rotary cutter, and you mm-hmm. really don't want uh, you can't put pins in it because it'll yeah. it'll weaken the latex, put holes in it, and so yeah. I use like weights on the pattern. So okay. I'll put like paper weights or like actual weights, and then uh, rotary cut around it. Okay. Um, and then with gluing, you also have to think about uh, the, the, it's not paint thinner, it's actually like gluing thinner um, that you have to use on the seams before putting the glue on. It's basically cleaning the seams so there's no residue. Okay. And then when you put the glue on there, uh, you have to wait about five to 10 minutes. Okay. Um, and then once that, it basically curls up right away and you have to kind of wait for it to uncurl and get tacky. Oh. Oh, and then you put the, the two seams together and then you seam roll and oh, yeah, wow. that's kind of the basic process. So, so let's go back to breaking down, uh, un- unboxing kind of these terms that you're using because uh, some of these are very new for me. Um, okay. So we've talked about patterning and being very careful about making sure that you use small seam allowances for the overlap. Um, so you, you don't sew through latex because you're effectively puncturing forever the, this, this fabric. Or, Correct. I mean, do you call it fabric? Is it, is it fabric? I don't. It's, but It's just I mean, it's latex. It's a different yeah. thing altogether. Okay. Um, so, so you do that, and, um, and then you have to remove the, the surface of the, of the latex with the thinner or the glue that has the thinner in it. Am I 
Um, so basically, when yeah. you're shipped, when you're shipped latex sheeting, you uh, it, it, it's often powdered. Okay. And that's to keep it from sticking to each sticking to itself. Okay. The ones that I've received that are not powdered are often very sticky, and you have to kind of powder it to to get it kind of not be hard to work with. Okay. And so what you're doing there is um, is making sure there's no powder residue, no dust, okay, um, anything there, so that the glue can make kind of a tight complete scene because it's almost like it's taking the two pieces of latex and just becoming one almost oh gotcha okay and so when you apply the adhesive um is it like a contact cement and you do it on both sides or you just do it on one yeah it's both sides it's a rubber cement believe it or not oh really Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I would never say that. People are like, wait, what? Like the stuff that we sniff or whatever? No. Um. Well, I guess that would make sense because it's rubber and it is cement, and so yeah. you know. Oh, that's in- oh my gosh. Not that I've like bought just like drugstore rubber cement or anything. Right. Like there's actual rubber cement for yeah. this purpose, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to the same thing. Okay. All right. So one wouldn't want to necessarily use like barge contact cement to to do this would, you want to have something specific like a certain kind i mean again i'm i'm still an amateur you know i've been doing this several years and i feel like an amateur still yeah. I, yeah. someone asked me like well why don't you use barges or why don't you use or have you tried this and i was like you know i haven't um you know that's not what the industry says to use so i right. don't but right. without having experience and tried it myself i don't know maybe it will work maybe it yeah. will work yeah. But the other thing about latex sheeting is it's fairly expensive. Sure. And so you don't want to, I mean, you could do a test. I have millions of sheets of it in there. I could just do a test, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a system that works well, then why try to, yeah, why try to stray beyond that? To... Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting. So is this, is this a toxic process at all? Is it something you need to be careful of? You're like, yes. yes, you're nodding your head, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, uh, so, yeah, there is both, mostly the thinner, but also the glue okay. Um, okay. is, you know, you don't want to be in, inhaling those fumes. Yeah. Um, so you usually want, you know, one, a mask, uh, which hopefully everybody has plenty of those nowadays, but you yeah. actually want yeah. a good mask that actually filters, um, yeah. not not like a, not the ones we're making out there to wear in public to right. look all fancy. Right. Um, <laughs> And well, then, a respirator. Uh, yeah, yeah, respirator <laughs> being yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I, I say that uh, because I don't want someone to sue me. I don't use a mask. Um, I actually, <laughs> hey, I actually, Jerica. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a mask, and sometimes I'll I'll use it if I'm in there a lot. But what I end up doing is I have a second bedroom, and the workbench against the window, mm-hmm. and a fan that blows the fumes mm-hmm. out the window. Okay. Um, there are also like uh, like air purifiers or something. If you get a good grade one, that will help mm-hmm. um, general air of the room. Yeah. Um, but I tend to, you know, since you're waiting five to ten minutes every time you're waiting for the glue, right. I'll go in there. And it's in it's in a bedroom in the back, right? So yeah. I'll go in there. I'll glue. I actually have a heater like blasting and the window open, so I can do this in the winter if I want to. Oh wow, um, <laughs> that, that sounds lovely. <laughs> And then I'll just come out and, and watch TV for 10 minutes sure. or whatever, yeah. you know, browse the internet yeah. and then pause it and then go back in. It actually drives my boyfriend nuts sometimes because <laughs> I'm always pausing the show if, if he's watching uh, it with me. Right. <laughs> well, that's important stuff. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so you want ventilation and you want to wear a mask with this, which makes sense because it, it's a solvent, any anything. Yeah, so the official word is wear a respirator and have ventilation and um, please do all of that. Um, all right, so after you do that, you have to let it, you have to let it dry and get tacky. Is it a tacky... Yeah, it it's more of a, yeah. instead of like a liquid. And when you're, when, I paint it on with a paintbrush okay. on the seam, okay. like a small paintbrush. And you don't want too much of the glue because it'll, um, you know, you want just enough that it's going to make a nice seam. And if it's too mm -hmm. gloopy, it's not going to get tight enough and make mm -hmm. a tight seam. Mm -hmm. um, and also if it, the more you put on there, the more it curls up on itself and messes with things. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I can see how this would, you'd have to really take your time and make sure that you are being conscious of every step because you only really get one chance. Cause if you've got everything cut to port to, to <laughs> there's no seam allowance that you can take in again or like sit, rip the seam, like you were saying to like really be careful. So is this the part that is the most important part of the, the whole step, like all of the steps of the process or are they all equally important? That's a good question. I think they're all pretty equally. Like even even when you're cutting it out, you want to you want to take the pattern off and look at it and make sure there's no little notches because okay. any little notch on the edge is going to be a weak point that could rip. Um, but yeah, the gluing, you want, you know, just enough that's making a that's probably I guess maybe that's the most important, right? Is having that tight seam. But again, if you have those notches, it doesn't matter about your seams. You could just have a weak point in the latex that rips anyway. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Then that would be that would be a bad thing. Yeah. Um. So once you once you have these two parts points together, um, when you're assembling the seam, I was watching your your live. Um, and so you you just were like, okay, it's it's thirty more seconds. Okay, we're it, we're ready to do this now. And then you just started just putting it together like like anybody would for like a contact cement kind of a thing where you're putting two edges together with with foam um, but you're being very careful around the corners and around the parts that aren't super flat and straight um yes how how do you accommodate for stretch and and to make sure that you don't wind up i mean i know you've got a lot of experience with doing this now do you have any tips for what you do to make sure that you're not overstretching one side and then you know it's, really it sad. takes <laughs> yeah it takes practice it's really hard like sleeves mm -hmm. and and legs because you're doing the seam down the middle and when you get to the end and one side slightly longer than the other and if it's slightly longer that's great when it's yeah, way it's too long <laughs> then it's really bad um oh no but yeah, it's, it's practice. It's uh, I've also found like either the, the one on top versus the one on bottom. One of them we tend to stretch more, and so sometimes I'll go one way halfway down, and then I'll switch to the other way so that the other one's on top. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a couple different oh, gotcha. things okay. you can try in that way. Okay. All right. Wow, I I would be really nervous. Do you ever like get to like when you're working on something like your most recent costume? Um, where you're like, okay, deep breath. Let's make sure that I do this right. Because um, I would imagine that some of these seams are pretty long. Like if you have a long, a big long bodysuit, you're not dealing with a two piece where you've got, you know, 
the longest seam is 30 inches or whatever. Um, I can imagine that assembling these must be really hard as well. Um, if you are making a bodysuit, say, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm just imagining like all of the problems that I've had with like having to turn things inside out and like stretching and like really wrestling with a, with a bodysuit with fat, with fiber or fabrics, um, not really being able to do that that much with, uh, with latex would be a challenge. How have yeah. you, yeah, what, what are your experiences with, with that? Well, it's interesting too, um, putting a bodysuit together. Let's talk about that because it's <laughs> <Okay>. different. <laughs> yeah. It's different for than sewing. Like I'm used to like, all right, you know, you, you, um, you know, you make the torso and then, you know, you put the sleeve, you make the sleeves and you put them on. You don't want to do it that way in latex. It's going to be, it's okay. going to be way harder on you. Okay. Um, the, the actual, uh, you know, you want to be in a position where most of it's flat when you're gluing. As soon as you start actually creating something that goes around something, it becomes yeah. much harder to work with. Yeah. And so it wasn't until one of my late, I have a latex designer friend. She used to make latex for her store. Now she's primarily like spandex stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but she taught me a couple things that I didn't necessarily learn online. And, uh, one of the things she taught me was like, you need to learn how to put a bodysuit together to make it easier on yourself. And yeah. that's like keeping it as flat as possible until the very last second. Okay. And so it's like, um, you know, you, uh, you, you don't put the, you know, don't make it all into a full encompassing suit until you have to. Okay. And so that means like you, you put the, the front part all together, you put the sleeves on just the front Okay. And you leave it kind of hanging for the back. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, it just okay. becomes this kind of, okay, as we encompass the thing, it comes together. Okay. So, yeah, that 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 was kind of interesting to learn. Wow. That's like, uh, I'd have to unlearn a bunch of things that I've been trying to learn about <laughs> sewing. Gosh, it's so interesting. Um, so when you're making a bodysuit, what is, what is, what is the hardest part for you? Is it that process or is it like getting the sleeves, you know, that part of the sleeve there, or is that not even an issue? Um, or is it getting, I mean, honestly, getting a crotch right for me and like a regular fiber bodysuit is like super hard uh, for me sometimes. And I rely on that stretch and, you know, hiding my crimes <laughs> with sewing. Um, what's the hardest part for you? What have you found? Uh, so similarly, when it's not just patterning in general, uh, right. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been working on the same bodysuit pattern for me over the years. And people always ask me, like, well, can you, can you make costumes for other people? I'm like, look how long I've been working on just this one pattern. I can't <laughs> think of it. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, but crotch seams are one of the worst, especially yeah. if I. So for latex, I'm usually putting a crotch zipper in. Oh, and, okay. And um, that's. <laughs> My Black Widow costume that I commissioned, I was like, I don't want a crotch zipper. That seems too sexual or something. You know, just make it Black Widow down the down the front. Show a little cleavage. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but stop like at the belly button. And yeah. uh, I found out why. I found out pretty quickly why there's a crotch zipper. Because <laughs> oh. you can't get the suit off to go to the bathroom. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's, I I have to get help to get the sleeves on in yeah. general. So getting it off is a similar process okay. and then putting it back on again. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so a lot oh, of my yeah. body suits have crotch zippers now, yeah. um, okay. at least the ones that I've made. Okay. Um, All right. That is a good yeah. tip. 
but yeah, outside of even not having a crotch zipper, like the crotch, you know, being the seam where, you know, the, the corner where all the seams come together uh-huh. and uh-huh. having that line up just right, it's, <laughs> it's, it's horrible, especially the leg hole, like getting the, the, the like hip thigh leg hole to uh-huh. come around and fit perfectly into that uh-huh. crotch is, is really difficult for me. Yeah. Um, and I also have found that around those areas have been the most likely to rip. Okay. Uh, same with uh, under the arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. Similar, similar with that corner, you know? And uh-huh. so I've developed, developed methods around this, you know, outside of like better patterning. Yeah. Um, and that's been to actually add little patches on both sides of the latex in that corner. So oh, there's like okay. extra, extra reinforcement. reinforcement. Yeah. Oh, that's super smart. Okay. Well, we've got to take a really quick break, but when we come back, I want to hear a lot more. Hey everyone, we're Pros and Cons Cosplay. I'm Pro. I'm Con. And we're cosplayers from the Midwest who have been cosplaying for over 10 years now. Um, We also compete at the master level. We wear a bunch of different hats too. We're judges, we're panelists, uh, we're showrunners. Um, A lot of the work that we do focuses on diversity, equity, and inclusion. We really want to make spaces for conventions and cosplay to feel as inclusive and be as inclusive as possible for our marginalized communities. So a lot of what we do is for policy, uh, writing, and uh, doing panels on education. Um, obviously, we really love cosplay, and I think my favorite cosplay so far has been my Saki's of Juliet piece. Um, it's just giant skirts and ruffles and honeycomb smocking and corsets and resin casting, and it was just my favorite thing. And usually I'm not a ruffles on ruffles gal, but my favorite was also my Saki's Evil Queen, because I got to try out smocking for the first time and using some historical aesthetics, so that was pretty cool. But if I had to pick my like all-time favorite costume to try, it would be to roll up to a cos- con as dressed as a Gundam. I would love to just be the wing zero of the death psych and just like be a giant huge like mega it'd be awesome um i think for me it would be redoing my frieza cosplay that'd be my dream um i love dragon ball z i love all the giant muscles and the aliens superpowers um that's my jam uh i think if i had to pick my own superpower though i would pick adhesion hands just to touch the thing and to adhere perfectly (laughs) i would pick elemental powers i think (laughs) that'd be pretty cool for me uh you can find us on all of our social medias we're on instagram at pros and cons cosplay and facebook at pros and cons cosplay Um, amazing. Okay. So that kind of leads me into, um, another question that I wanted to ask you about, uh, the latex bodysuits in particular is putting them on. Do you, do you, can we talk about that? Like how, how do you get a latex suit or bodysuit on? Um, because I've heard all sorts of different things. Um, but I'm wondering if you can give us a little insight. Yeah, and how, totally. what that process is. Yeah, for me, most suits that if you, if it's sleeveless and it's legless, it's not going to be too difficult. Okay. Like you might want to lube yourself up a little bit, but okay. But for sleeves and legs, those are the most likely. Like one, they're going to be the tightest, smallest areas, and so um, and the, so they can as you're pulling these things on, it can rip. Oh. Okay. Um, whether that's like a fingernail or a finger getting poked through. Just oh. happened. Um, oh, actually, oh, that's pretty summer. common as you're as you're pulling legs on or as you're pulling sleeves on. Um, you know, that's uh, whether you have fingernails or not. If it's you know, we're talking about zero point three millimeter thick latex, yeah. Right, yeah. primarily. Um, sometimes it can be 0. 0.4 or 0. 0.5. Um, but the less, the more, the heavier of the uh, fabric, the more, um, it, the less it'll stretch. So you want sure. 
point three point four is about the standard for at least women's uh, clothing and bodysuits. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so silicone lubricant is usually recommended. Okay. Um, some people recommend either a talc or a baby powder, and I, mm-hmm. my friend has always gone on and on like which one is bad. I think talc is, and baby powder is the good one. I don't know. There's one okay. of <laughs> thing. Yeah, don't use cornstarch. I don't know. There's okay. all this weird stuff. <laughs> See, I've I've heard so many different different things. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So silicone um, lubricant. I tried. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you go? Oh, so I've personally tried. Okay. Uh, okay, so I've personally <laughs> tried uh, the, the like baby powder, and I do use that to store latex if I'm storing it for a long period of time. Okay. Um, but putting a suit on, it just still didn't work as well for me as as something as more slippery as uh, silicone lubricant. Okay. And the other thing to think about is the even with silicone lubricant over time, over the day you're wearing it, if you're wearing it to a con all day long, mm-hmm. it dries up after a while. Even silicone, oh. you know, a water lubricant is going to be good dry faster. Uh-huh. Um, but as it dries up, that's when, you know, it's not going to move on your body as well. That's when uh, you could potentially, I think it was uh, the end of, end of Rose City last year or the year before, and I was in my new Psylocke suit, and it was near the end of the day, and I just, like, went like that, and I had this rip, like, down the <gasps> end. Elbow to back kind oh, of area. No, no. Uh, I don't think I even fixed it. It was too big, too, too big of a rip. That I was like, I don't even think I want to fix it. But. God. Yeah. So when when you do have like a, a tragedy like that, if it's a small little poke, finger poke, or a little rip on a seam, um, I would imagine that you'd you'd have to assess like, can I fix this, or am I just never gonna wear this again, or what what what's what is that grieving process like? <laughs> I mean, how, what, what, how do you, how can you fix these, um, these rips in these? these yeah, damage? I mean, you can patch things. Um, when I patch, I tend to, you know, if it's a hole, it's really, it's not too bad, but you do have to like try to stretch it tight to where it's, um, where it's like no hole. Mm-hmm. And so you're just trying to get it to the point where the, the, the pieces are touching and then you put a patch on top. Okay. I tend to put a patch on top and on, so underneath and on top, so that it's okay. a double patch. Okay. Um, but like a huge rip like that, and I've again I've had that happen from the crotch, which is horrible. In fact, yeah. <laughs> my latex aerial, my original latex aerial was a pencil skirt, and I made the mistake of not putting reinforcement around the waist, and I went to like adjust it, and it ripped right down the middle. <gasps> no. That was oh, no. at a com- at a comic con, and. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh I thankfully gosh. was like I was prepared. I had an extra skirt with me, like not latex, but a green skirt to go with still. Um. Oh gosh, that is what a what a nightmare! Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. In general, like even even a, a thing, a costume, a latex outfit that you're confident in, um, it's still recommended really to to have a backup because yeah. you, you just never know what'll happen yeah. and. and if if it rips, it like explodes off you in some way, you know, so tight. <laughs> Is it like popping a balloon? <laughs> I know. And so it's like you just, yeah. Oh it's, my gosh. It's a little unnerving, really. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. That's like, I think every cosplayer's nightmare is something falling off, having yeah. having that happen. Right. Wow. Um, oh my goodness. Well, I'm really sorry to hear that about your... Silac because that is just the such a beautiful I love that costume so much just awesome I I love it's been really fun watching your the progression of your costumes and the complexity 
um, and like the speed at which you are you are working. Um, it's just amazing. It's really inspiring to uh, to see you with your your new stuff. And I love your your seven of nine that you had, and you had the the little prosthetic on your eye. Um, did did someone else make that for you, or was that something that you made as well? Yeah, JJ actually made oh, that for me. I was gonna I was gonna say I think was that JJ's JJ's handiwork there. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny. Early on, like I was like, oh, I'm gonna make everything. I made the props for my Black Widow, mm-hmm. and then as I've gotten, you know, more of a veteran cosplayer um <laughs> i felt like i i don't have fun doing props i don't have fun doing this other yeah. stuff so i want to stick yeah. to the things i want to specialize in yeah and then if there are props or other things i get to i get to promote promote my friends that way yeah. you know oh that's uh. perfect that's awesome um well what how many how many costumes have you made how many latex costumes have you made do you know do you even have a count i saw i got a little glimpse of your closet during that live feed it's like wow that is impressive <laughs> yeah um latex costumes i mean costumes in general has got to be in the 30s 40s 50s so latex probably 20s oh my gosh ish. so that, that's wow. what I, I just thinking about it yeah wow and you have you have like a master bodysuit pattern that you that you have that is yeah, that you're constantly revamping and changing and yeah I as your I started out with that's funny is I started out with the Yaya Han bodysuit pattern mm-hmm. originally okay. okay and you know <clears throat> did Spandura tried to make it work that was my first Batgirl my first latex catsuit and um after that actually lasted a year but I think it just didn't fit right it just it was loose enough it okay. you know wasn't gonna rip but it also uh-huh. didn't look good <laughs> and so um, you can't have both right <laughs> right exactly. uh, so um so actually it was I, I think I used that a couple times and then I was like I need to start over and so I had my friend uh my latex designer friend actually sit down with me we went through my measurements we made this thing all the pieces um, you know, I made I made a test pattern. Actually, I made so many test patterns. So that's the mm-hmm. thing I do actually too. Is if I'm testing a pattern in latex, I, I'll you know I have a lot of latex, so I'll have mm-hmm. cheap cheaper latex that I'll mm-hmm. use for that that I don't mm-hmm. care about. Mm-hmm. And I have probably a couple like full body suits tests. I have a couple like just leg tests. And okay, yeah. <laughs> sitting, they're they're kind of useless. They look ugly. It's just it was just for pattern testing. Yeah, yeah. I've got various body parts in my shop too <laughs> mine are mostly duct tape dummy parts like a leg oh. or a foot or like a forearm <laughs> yeah a weird tor- torso which doesn't look as weird as like having a random arm hanging around right. um oh that's funny so uh so how do you how do you store your latex costumes is there a, a good way to do it yeah um there, I mean, there's a couple of ways, and this goes back to, you know, my experience versus what a lot of people say. Um, uh, but first off, for cleaning, like, you can't throw these in the in the washer, right? Right, right. And so, <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you actually, uh, I take a shower with them, and so I'll, oh, okay. I'll shower with it, um, use a very basic hand soap, like the least amount of ingredients ingredients as possible. Okay. Um, you know, you got to think of latex as an organic thing, and it can be stained by metal. 
it can be oh. stained by all kinds of things. And so, okay. I mean, it's certain metals, that's a whole nother thing. Like people say versus what I've experienced. Like yeah. I use metal, I use neodymium magnets in my latex for okay. attachments and stuff. Okay. And okay. I haven't seen any stains from that yet. Okay. Um, but do you then glue I've them seen... in? Yes. You... Yeah, yeah. Like little okay. pockets glue yeah. in. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird though how, uh, different ingredients react with latex weird. So, so that's what's been recommended to me as always like very basic hand soap mm-hmm. um, and hang dry. And then I've like, I've been told not to hang them on hangers for a long period of time. Okay. And the reason is the weight on the hanger will eventually wear through the shoulders of the oh. you know, body suit or whatever. Oh, okay. um, latex also just wears over time. Okay. And uh, my ex-husband actually experienced this firsthand, where he had he had a latex piece um, hanging up for several years in the closet, hadn't yeah. worn it, yeah. and it did that. It wore through the shoulders completely. Oh my gosh! So oh, wow. yeah, so I I actually was hanging my latex before that happened. Yeah. And. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, wow. Like my guts over a long period of time. If you're just gonna, you know, wear it in a week or, you know, in a month even, it's probably mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. If I'm gonna wear it, wear it pretty soon. I will um, just, you know, once it's hang, once it's dry, I will just fold it up and put it in a Ziploc bag. Okay. Um, if it's especially sticky, I might add some baby powder in there, here and okay. there, to make sure it's not like sticking together too much. Yeah. If I don't think I'm gonna wear it in the next year or two, then I make sure it's heavily baby powdered. Okay. Um, just to make sure that it's not gonna like stick to itself over time forever. Like, cause yeah. at some point, someday you're gonna try to unstick it and it might not, Come you know, apart. without yeah. ripping, it might not. Yeah. Oh man, what a bummer. Oh my gosh. Well, that's really interesting because we, in the other, and thinking about other costumes, uh, we spend so much time trying to make it so that it is something that will last for a really long time, you know, like whether that's wrapping it in a warbler or, you know, like paying attention to seams and doing extra things to seams and lining and all of that stuff. But there's really, sounds like there's not really an awful lot that you can do to make them last for a super long time because of the nature of the material. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you are frozen a little bit. There you are. Okay. Um, so how long or is there one? So you're talking about different kinds of um, latex and different weights of latex. Um, what is what is your go to? Uh, yeah, usually I, I stick to the recommendation for a woman's bodysuit and that's 0.3 millimeters. Okay. Um, if if. You know, some places maybe they'll have a certain color and a certain uh, uh, thickness, mm-hmm. and so you know, maybe you can't get 0.3. Um, I wouldn't go down to 0.2 because I'd be afraid of ripping. Yeah. But I'm okay with going up to 0.4. And if it's 0.5, um, I don't know if I've used 0.5 much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's probably the max I would use for most everything. I was okay. 0.5. Okay, um, and then. Are, is can you paint latex? Is that something that you can, or is it pretty much just as it is? You can technically put liquid latex on it. Oh, I'm not okay. sure about other paints. This goes back to uh, 
problems with interaction with other things. Sure. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. But you can do applique. I do a lot of applique with other latex sheeting. There's okay. some tricks to that as well. Okay. Um, zippers <laughs> are a pain in the butt because a fabric zipper does not stick to latex. It will, it will, over time, it will probably within the first wearing, I don't know, I've never dealt with it without actually uh, working with it first. Yeah. Um, what, what you have to do is either paint the, the fabric, the zipper tape with uh, liquid latex or okay. rubber cement. And oh, so doing okay. se several coats of rubber cement to get it to kind of think like, oh, this is latex I'm sticking to. So latex sticks to latex then. Gotcha, gotcha. And, works. and then you reinforce the zipper on the other side with more latex as well. So. Okay, so you don't have any crotch explosions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had that happen at Geek Girl oh, Con with Cammie. Oh, um, no. Right? Oh. I think it was Geek Girl Con. No, it was Sacra Con because we, we were giving blood. And uh, oh, no. <laughs> so Candy was great at Emerald City, and then at Geek Girl Con, it the crotch blew up right before I was going to give blood. Gosh. <laughs> and I, oh, I was, what a nightmare! Oh, my the gosh. stuff was in the car, and so I was like, I'm just going to sit here. If you know, Abby, can you go get my stuff from the car? Yeah. And yeah. I'll go. <laughs> um, so yeah, and what's fun? So Cammy is an example of that's another one I couldn't fix, but I ended up cutting the legs off. Mm -hmm. And suit itself is fine, so I'm just gonna revamp it with some regular tights. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was okay. using tra transparent latex with green applique camo on the legs to make it look like you know I had camo legs. Um, but, but yeah, for, so for future I'll just make camo tights instead, and yeah, still be able to reuse that suit at least. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, do you? Of all the costumes that you have made in the past, is there one that um, that you love the most, or maybe that you have made a couple of times, or you would definitely make if you did have an issue with with a malfunction? It's hard to say. I mean, every costume I've made is an issue. <laughs> it's like there's something wrong with it that I'm not happy with. Um, like I'd say my latest Supergirl because it looks cool but i'm the the overall fit was horrendous mm. the the torso was so tight that it that it's, it ends up being this huge thong and it's very uncomfortable <laughs> oh that's that, those are two words that are terrible together <laughs> you don't see this because it has a skirt covering that part of it right right, right. but it's oh, like, no. so when i when i revamped i did dark supergirl with the same pattern i made sure that the torso was two inches longer <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then in the process i made a new batgirl with that same one and then found out that the two inch long torso with latex legs actually pulls the crotch down and so you have this the oh. sinking crotch oh god and so i had to generalized uh, or specialized both my patterns to be like this one's for leotards with no legs yeah. and this one yeah. is for legs oh that's interesting uh, around oh, that wow. oh my gosh the things that you have learned this is why i think you're my you're my expert because this is just such a different frame of mind of of making and creating putting putting a, a material on your body that is completely skin tight um, but not being able to sew it and having to deal with all sorts of different kinds of of issues that, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, and um, it doesn't breathe either, so you're going to be sweating in there all yeah. day long. Yeah. 
Um, what's the longest you've uh, you've been able to like? What is the general amount of time that you can wear uh, a bodysuit? Let's let's start with that. <laughs> so I've I've done I've worn them for you know all day long at cons. So let's say eight hours, ten okay. hours, but okay. that's when it's more likely to rip. And so what I've been doing lately is <laughs> is people laugh at me because it's like you're wearing how many costumes to a con? It's like no half day latex full bodysuit latex tend to be better costumes for a half day oh, okay and so that makes sense now <laughs> because i've always been like wasn't she just wearing something else just like an hour ago or you would say like yeah we're, we're this is my my costume lineup so that makes total sense oh my gosh i'm learning so much from you oh my <laughs> this is amazing um all right uh let's see i'm trying to think what my what my favorite one of yours is um, I just I love your Tinkerbell so much. Oh yeah. Okay, I could say I just love those photos that you have gotten from them. They're just beautiful. I mean, that was my first ballet costume with point shoes, and yeah. so it's kind of showing off my ballet class skills in yeah. the process. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd say there's probably not as many issues with that costume, so that could that could be a favorite of mine too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, wonderful. Well. Um, Let's see, what other question did I have? Um, what is, are, what do you, so you, you have like an idea for sometime in the future with maybe Black Swan, but what, do you have anything else that you are um, having the wings or that you are thinking about working on? I know you just made the, the tutu. Um, what's next? What's next for you? Yeah, yeah. So on the latex side of things, I, I recently made a bat kini. And so it's really just a Batgirl crop top with panties. And that was in latex. And mm-hmm. that was for my Cupid's Undie run, uh, which was raising funds for uh, neurofibro- neurofibromatosis. Awesome. Um, but because I made that crop top, that was, a, that was a new pattern based on either the Tinkerbell dress or my bodysuit. So some, something there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, that crop top actually works pretty well for yeah. the cartoon Supergirl, where she has oh, a white top yeah. and a blue skirt. Oh, perfect. And so I was like, perfect. I haven't done that version yet. And so I already made the blue pencil skirt. Mm-hmm. And so I just got to buck up and, and make the, the white. Uh, it's, yeah, it's basically, what's funny is it took me longer to make that, that bat-kini. It took me like all weekend to make that because all the reinforcement, your, your reinforcement, reinforcing this, you're reinforcing the sleeves, you're reinforcing the neck yeah. um, versus a, a cat suit. It's just like, you know, legs, sleeves, neck. And yeah. That's wow. it. Wow. So, um, but yeah, and then uh, I don't know if you've seen Cheer on Netflix. I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Well, there's the the Navarro cheerleaders on there. Uh, they have some really glittery uniforms, and at some point, I was like, you know, I've worked a lot with glitter latex. Yeah. And Dragon Con. Originally, I was thinking Dragon Con this year, which I doubt's going to happen. But yeah. Um, I want to make a Navarro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to make a Navarro cheerleader. Um, oh, perfect. Outfit. So that's kind of random, but and oh, similar things perfect. like a crop top and a skirt. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, non, um, non-latex. non uh, I have several. I have some fabric ordered for new tutus. I'm going to make a Supergirl tutu. Oh, and, awesome. Um, also <laughs> a lift a lift tutu. I work for lift, and so I tend to I, – I mean, last year I made a super lift girl costume in spandex. <laughs> that's and great. So I was like, oh, it would be cool to make like a pink tutu <laughs> with like the lift symbol on it. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's amazing. I love it. That is 
That is so awesome. That is so great. Um, wow, I uh, I have learned so much. My my mind is like, oh, I kind of want to at least maybe try like a latex skirt or something. Yeah. Um, I have a whole new appreciation for latex anything now after talking to you about all of this because your work is always it always you always look so flawless. You do. Every time Thanks. I've seen you, your costumes have been amazing. And um, yeah, I guess I never, because it's not something that I've ever made myself, I've never been able to appreciate how hard, how much care and how much work it takes to, to put those together. Certainly how, how, how hard it is um, to consider the construction and the reinforcements and all of that so that you can deal with the, 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 the pending doom of, you know, like, ribs and all that stuff that just seems like that's just part of the whole the whole process like what would you say to somebody who is um thinking about getting into making latex um and or making a suit out of latex or anything out of latex um some tips or encouragement or, or words of wisdom what would you share with them sure um first i'd say have patience yeah. Um, it, you know it takes one of the reasons it takes so long is because you're waiting for the glue to dry and it's yeah. just like it's nice to just have something else to do or something. Uh, sometimes I'll work on a spandex project in the living room and then be working on latex yeah. in the bedroom and go back and forth. <laughs> um, so yeah, have patience. Don't rush it, especially mm -hmm. for the glue time. You don't want to glue too soon or it's not going to seal right. Mm -hmm. um, and plus it's going to be all curly and, and that's going to cause problems. Mm -hmm. um, don't be afraid to remake a costume. Like that's, okay. you know, you might not be able to modify it, but, you know, and if something doesn't look great the first time, yeah, one, Take it from me, like you said, it looks great from afar. It looks great in photos. Um, it looks great to a lot of people, even yeah. if it doesn't look great to you. Sure. Um, so yeah, so don't be afraid to remake it and, and build on your skills as you mm -hmm. go as mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then, yeah, always keep improving on your pattern. I guess is the, yeah. as as you go. Yeah, keep your pattern. That's yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't throw that stuff out. sounds like you'd probably want to save scraps if you can to like test on or to use as patching. Um, yes. Yeah. I save, hoard it I all. save, a, yeah, <laughs> I save a bunch of, um, scraps. I've gotten to the point where I have so many that I, you know, if they're, if they're like really small or, or I don't think they're usable, I'll get rid of them. Um, but for the most part, I have separate Ziplocs of scraps of every color that I've made. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's smart. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. I have learned so much and I really, I have to thank you for spending the time to really walk me through this, like a, like a beginner kindergartner, because that's how I feel with, with <laughs> but now I feel, I feel a little bit more armed. Like if I wanted to, to try it out. Um, Good. yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Um, is there, trying to think of any other questions that I might have for you of course if I think of something I'll probably have to like message you and be like hey <laughs> what about this and that um was is there anything else that uh you can impart any words of wisdom or any other notes that um you can share or would like to share or wanted to share um with with our listeners and people that are watching right now um, well, one is feel free to reach out to me. Um, I love answering questions about this kinds of stuff. Awesome. Um, that's, that's why I, that's part of the reason I put my stuff out there, you know, yeah. um, you know, I've put help put on panels, um, 
I wanted to put on a, I want to put on a full workshop, you know, take yeah. someone through the process of making a skirt or something like yeah. that. And, yeah. and, you know, for a Comic-Con to do that, it's, it's one, you can't have too large of a group. Right. And two, there's a lot of cost for supplies. Sure. And there's just a lot to it. Um, last year at RenCon, we were going to do that, but we didn't get the word out soon enough. And so we just right. didn't get enough signups right. um, in time to yeah. order all supplies and oh, then get sure. it done. Yeah. But I'd still love to do that at some point, just to have like a workshop, because it's, it's much more interesting to actually, you know, hands-on make something than to just have someone drone over on a panel and show right. slides. <laughs> right. Like, I- I totally agree. And I'm, I'm like a hands-on kind of a person. Um, yeah, so I've me been too. visualizing this whole time we've been talking about like how to do all the things. And it was helpful to watch that, um, that video that you, the live stream, but I, I totally understand if you do do another workshop, please let me know. Cause I, I definitely want to check that out and get some hands-on ex- experience with this. I just want to tinker around with, uh, with the, with the fabric and, kind of experience that that process because it that's totally new it's very interesting yeah yeah totally it'd be super fun um well where where can we find you online to go um look at your work and uh see what you're up to and follow your follow your costumes and your processes and all that yeah um primarily i work off of facebook um jerichandra cosplay um it's with a k even though you spell my name with a c <laughs> um, and then uh, Jared Kandra on Instagram as well. Um, Jared Kandra Lurv, L U R V E, on Twitter. Um, whoever owned Jared Kandra got banned, and now I can't even get that name on Twitter. Um, oh. Ah, bummer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are the primary, primary places. Oh, I have a YouTube channel. I like to make videos, um, not just about cosplay, um, mm-hmm. but just about sometimes video logging um people really love my morning updates where i talk about like how my progress is going yeah. on certain costumes <laughs> so things in my life oh, um, I, lo- I love that yeah. too those are fun yeah little <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, also recently i've been making more videos um, i'm a volunteer with true seattle and uh, we've been raising funds for uh, gen pride which is an organization for lgbt seniors um, so the, oh, if you want to check that out, there's a lot of fun videos that I, t- where I, I, as the cheerleader talk to myself as a costume character oh, and perfect. introduce <laughs> them to like what Gen Pride is, what Cheer Seattle is. Um, I even recently did one about Black Lives Matter as okay. well. Um, so yeah, just kind of some fun, um, talking about some real issues, um, on YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I'm going to go check those things out. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, listeners, watchers, Please go check out um, Jared Kandra Cosplay everywhere on the socials and support her work. And um, go get some latex. Try this stuff out. Yeah. It sounds like really, really fun. Like a, like a whole, like adding a whole new thing to, you know, if you're, if you do foam all the time, try latex out. I know I really want to now. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I talk to you too. This has been really, really fun. Um, well, thank you again, everyone who's listening and everyone who's watching. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you again to Jerrica for spending the time with me and, um, teaching me all the things about latex. Thanks for having me. All right. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening and watching and we'll see you next time. Bye.